Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Outdoor Wiser Brand. We've got the one and only, the Fred Peterson. <laughs> he is a—he uh, is my father. He's a—he's uh, the dude that has taught me everything in the woods. That has to do with turkey hunting, uh, deer hunting, trapping, uh, trap shooting, just anything in the outdoors. He's been my mentor. He's been my go-to. He's—he's uh, really—you're—you're re- you're really the only one I ever call in the woods. When something happens, it's just like, oh, man, I got to call dad. And you always answer it. you because like, you know I'm in the woods. It's, it is. It's the, the best thing on earth. It is. So uh, since you're here now and everyone has been looking forward to hearing from the infamous Fred Peterson, like everyone is so excited. I was like, just, Seth, what are you doing Friday night? You want to go out and have a couple beers and eat some dinner? I'm like, no, I'm doing a podcast with dad. They're like, dude, can I go and just like hang out and listen to the stories? <laughs> so maybe on another episode we can do just story time with an audience or something like that. So uh, just a quick little background. Who are you? Where are you? Where did you start hunting? Who was your mentor? Um, well, I'm Fred stuff. Peterson. I am Seth's father, but I'm pretty sure. Um, Traverse City, Michigan. Grew up up there. Trout fished, bass fished. Didn't turkey hunt. Never turkey hunted up north. Just wasn't there. But um, deer hunted a lot. Dad, my dad, and my uncle were the two. And I got to give them both credit because they were both there for me. So um, we just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a thing up north. It, November 15th comes around, man. And it's like a national holiday up there. That's your, you're going to the woods. That's right. It's just the orange and army. It's just, it's, it's just, I love <laughs> the it. The orange love army it. just um, goes. Morale mushroom hunting. We did everything in the woods, all that good stuff. That's coming up too soon. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, um, yeah. I, I grew up in the city up there, but I still was out in the woods. And, and then when um had kids and stuff, I told the wife, um, I'm keeping them in the woods. I don't want them to roam the cities. I want them to be in the woods. So we stayed in the woods. I think I turned out pretty good. Now you, I've always heard you tell stories about bird hunting. Do you uh, go bird hunting out in California and stuff like that? Oklahoma, California for five years. Um, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, California. Anyways, um, chuckers, man, crazy birds to hunt. Where are you out? Everybody, uh, I met a good friend out there. Can't mention his name or anything. Um, hadn't talked to him in a long time. Nobody would hunt with him. And he's like, you want to go bird hunting? I was like, yeah. You know, I was like, oh. Uh, it is brutal. Oh, no, bird I mean, you, you, walk, you walked up the oh, mountains just, and down in the canyons. Oh, just walk. Oh, and he was the only crazy Everybody, I never believed him. Never believed him. He said, nobody will go back with me. I was like, well, that's stupid. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was wrong. But I always went back. I always went back. We hunted, him and I hunted and hunted. I'm talking brutal bird hunting. The uh, Cajon Pass in that time that was there was third in the nation for quail, mountain quail, gamble quail. Totally awesome. Gamble or mountain? I've seen one of them in person. Both? I know gamble. Both. A little note. I know gamble. Gamble's got the little tadpole looking thing. Mountain quail are tough. But then we started, we found some chuckers. And you're looking all the way up to the top, and you're. Are they, are they east? 
each bird species are they different levels because i thought about the other that the other day <clears throat> same as there's different species deer here you know yeah so i didn't know if they were like maybe the chuckers mid mountain mountain quail would be i didn't know if the chucker were like the um, top of the mountain i don't know how to answer that that's been a long time it's been 25 years i Pretty sure they're partridge family, though. They're in the partridge oh, that's family. Pretty. But I do know when you get into that's them, pretty. you get into them at the top of that mountain, you'll find them at the bottom the next time. And then you watch them go little flaps there at the bottom. <laughs> Glenn and I looked at each other and was like, we need two more people. We need two more people. <laughs> you guys kind of just work the top, top, work the bottom, and they bottom. just keep kicking up, flying down, walking up. Fast birds. Yeah. Good birds. Yeah. Oh, I'd say so. Because we, I remember whenever mm -hmm. we raised them and whenever we let a few of them yep. free, and I mean, them suckers. They got some roadrunner in them. I'm telling you. Yeah, they ran too. <laughs> they got some roadrunner because they can move. I, I remember raising them things. And yeah, we have a, a, We had a couple quail too, didn't we? They were... Obviously, it wasn't right. pen raised, so I mean, they weren't like scared of us. But when they ran, I mean, quail. We did them more for food. We were harvesting them, put them in the freezer, and eat them. Just same with our chickens and all that. We've done everything at yeah. home. Same thing with our deer. We process our own yeah. deer. We do all that stuff. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Two of them. You did a beef too, didn't you? Ein, ein, dose, whatever. Yeah, two. No, it was it was a good learning experience. I'd do it again if I had to. Yeah. Really. Well, you need to show I'm out of ground bait, so we're going to do something. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This is true. We got we to work on that ground venison from this past season. And talking about ground venison, too, uh, we went, who was it? It was me, you, Joey, and Dimitri. There was four of us. Four of us. Uh, four of us. Dimitri, Dimitri had to work, so that poor guy, he – he would hunt just a couple hours in the morning just to get out in the woods, and then he had he he would have to go back in and work. Uh, Joey hunted. Uh, he hunted two. He hunted that day with me the first day. Then he didn't hunt the second because me and you went out and it was pouring the rain. Right. Pouring the rain. He didn't hunt that. He Pretty didn't sure have he rain slept gear. In. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He you woke in up bed. in a wet tent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think easy. I had a solid half inch. Always water or happens. Yeah. It was it was horrible. You did. Yeah, and I think Joey hunted the third day. But uh, what day did you, what Friday what, night? What day did you get there? Yeah, because the first day was no, it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You got there Thursday night then, because we woke up Friday and that's when it was okay. raining. I think. Right. I'm the elder. You're the one that's supposed to I remember so. the stuff. I'm pretty sure because we hunted. You and I hunted. I think so because well, we we hunted both Friday and Saturday, and we talked about going back Sunday. We're no, the hunt ended Sunday. That's right. Yeah, because I went. I didn't go far from camp. Thursday, Thursday evening rolled around. And mm -hmm. I think you pulled up just around dark. And that was when the time change, I think, was happening. Was that 
that day or two, November. We're acting like it's November or something like 10 years ago, and it was only five months ago. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on in life. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, you got to camp. We talked about it, had a few beers. Uh, Dimitri rolled into camp, and I think we were all still awake. Uh, And we were talking about the rain moving in Friday. And Dimitri didn't go hunting that day. He went over to, I think his mom's house, and he stayed. Because if it wasn't going to rain, they lived right there close to us. He took a four-wheeler back. He came and showed up after work at midnight, something, yes. took a four-wheeler. Yes. Yeah, I took a four-wheeler back at midnight, one of the morning or something like that. I'd have shot that thing and left it on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that. So it was just it was just me and you at camp. So we was discussing where we were going right. to go Friday morning in that rain. And we woke up Plenty of time. 3.30 or 4.00. It was a draw hunt on a WMA. Yeah, it was. We figured we needed to be up early. Yeah. We were up. We were ready. There were some vehicles moving out. We were like, okay, that's not bad. So then we took our time, and then we headed out. Yeah. Well, there was no panic there. You know how it is. Everybody on the WMA yeah. draw hunt, they're like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, it'd yeah, be the first one there, first one there. But I think in our mindset, we were like, let's just drive yeah. down the road if someone's parked there. Just well, you had several well, spots no already pinned on your maps, gate. too, so we had, we had options. Everybody's got options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that was – because the way that laid out, I didn't know that they clear-cut it that. that yeah. I mean, that was probably a, what, yeah. two-, three-year-old clear-cut. But it was thick. I've never seen one that thick at all. And that was the first spot on the, on the hit list. And – we were going to hit that in the morning, and that's when we—that's when you almost got ran over that Friday evening. Remember, we was walking out of the woods, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, listen." And you could hear them, them deer running. You could hear the footsteps getting closer and closer, and that doe ran like ten feet from you, and she stopped and just that was a second spot. Just we just went to. Dark. <laughs> yeah, that was Friday evening. Friday morning, we was walking down that where that doe and that. that Little scruff five point run up on us and stood like 15 feet in front of us. Yes. Just just absolutely right there. So we, I don't don't even know how to explain it. Uh, Watched the wind. My son educated me. He did. Yep. So we moved. Yeah, paid attention to the wind because it was, that clear cut was thick enough that the deer were going to stick in it because the only thing we seen on them deer. We're just antlers. Well, besides, antlers and just the, yeah, the, the top the of their heads. Well, of course, that buck was that we close. Like. Yeah, I mean, we could see the whole body pretty much. But uh, we we stayed downwind of that in, that clear cut the entire time. I mean, we walked through some thick stuff and just to get into a position in case we did see something, see a big old right. set of antlers walking through the clear cut. At least we're downwind of it. Make a make a shot in the neck, I guess. But I don't know. It's not ethical, but. Now this was a, r- a that's draw correct. First weekend was as well. Yes, so we had. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't do it, but if a good sized buck walks out, we know some really good taxidermists that can plug holes in the neck, and you would well, never know that you it, got that. It goes <laughs> back to in the neck. He, Seth said ethical, and he's been raised up on being very ethical and, and take care of that animal first. So if you yeah. if you're an avid hunter and you're confident and you can. You can do a next shot. You need, there's a there's a slim 
small small area right there to put him down quick and so I guess what I'm saying is yeah, it's, if you're confident think, and you can handle it and you've hunted enough and you understand the anatomy of the deer, take the shot. If you don't, if it's your first day out in the woods, absolutely yes, don't do absolutely. that. Just don't do it. Just don't, don't, yeah, don't start out on the wrong foot because if you, if I take you out and you're, you're a greenhorn and you're like, oh yeah, I can see eight inches of his neck, you're not shooting that. And if you go ahead and squeeze the trigger and you miss a 150, 160 or whatever, any buck as a first deer, cutting your shirt tail off right then and there. Yeah, and yeah. you can find your way back to camp because I'm leaving you right there. And you'll, <laughs> and you'll have a long yeah. walk back to camp thinking kept, about what you did. It was a long walk because it was what? From I'm camp to where we were was cut. 30 minutes. And leaving it? you in the woods and then walking back to camp thinking about oh, the mistake yeah. you made and what you should have done different. But it was a long walk. It was a 30 minute drive, three hour walk. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It was. I mean, it was it wasn't a light rain. It was like a, yeah, the wind wasn't blowing really hard. It was about enough. a medium wasn't rain. No, yes. but it was a steady medium rain. No matter what you yeah. wore, buy some you good rain gear, people. Be comfortable was, in the in the woods. Yeah, that's <clears throat> and that's one thing. Dad's yeah, got a pair like of you got old, that's redheads, ain't it? Until this year, they still do really good. Yeah. Oh, was this year the breaking? I've had a pair of rain gear since I was like 15. I don't even know what I wear. I might as well just wear my normal hunting clothes. I could, I could squeeze another year or two out of mine. <laughs> it was but you got to go back to being, if, if, if you're cold <laughs> and you're not comfortable and it's a disaster in the woods, you got to, you got, you, you have to be comfortable. And to just, you do. And to be comfortable, you've got to spend money. You got to spend big money you on some really, be, really and, good and we're, and we're not talking about this because we're, we have no sponsors. <laughs> we're no, not no. sponsoring any rain gear now. We have no name. We do have no, some names no. that we would like to purchase, and we'd go that route. But he, he we're, he's not. Uh, we're yeah. not pushing any rain gear right now or anything. It's just the thing. Be comfortable. And that's yeah. I mean, like boots. There's there's two things that you will do the most in your life is sleep and be on your feet. So buy Absolutely. a good bed and buy some good boots. And if you hunt like we do, get you a good pair of hunting boots because they'll, they may not last you a lifetime if you put a lot of miles on them, but at least you'll yeah. be comfortable walking in those miles. So <laughs> you won't be miserable. But uh, back to the story. We kept downwind of this clear cut the entire time. And I don't know what it was. We was walking up on that little creek, that little... It wasn't a steep embankment, but it was it was thick down there in that little creek. And I think we just wanted to stop to see if something... I mean, at this point, we're just still hunting because we're on public land. We wasn't carrying in tree stands. We we're just running and gunning. And I think we just we walked, what, 40 yards from that little creek? Where we saw the nice eight? Like, let's just stop. Yeah. Well, before that, remember, we walked in and we yeah. started cut right and we seen a deer. We were like, oh. Yeah, we saw one deer, maybe two, and we were like, okay, oh, yeah, so then did. now we got yep. back there where Seth was mm -hmm. talking about. We cut, we, you know, watch the wind, people. Then we got there, and it was just raining, and we're hugged. We're just pushed up against the pine standing there. And then that doe and that little scrub five or whatever showed up. So we were thinking that was him. But, yes, back to what you were saying, we were just off a little little washout yeah. or something. Yeah. It was, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, mm -hmm. we could probably step across it. It wasn't big at all. 
I think we could hear that doe running too. She was, because that clear cut had, it looked like 40 year old oak trees, but they were only what, five foot tall, four foot tall. I mean, they had big old leaves. So that's what, that clear cut kind of threw me off because I'm like, it doesn't look like a clear cut because when you walk through it, whenever I walked through it that time, there was no briars in it. It was just like 40 year old, yeah, just like midget short white oak trees. Yeah. Yeah, but they were, yeah, four mm-hmm. foot tall or something like that, just enough to where you could see antlers. And I think we could hear that doe because we were sitting there and we were like, you hear that? And you're like, yeah, I hear something. And all of a sudden that doe just come blasting out. All she eyeballs. stopped just 10 feet in front of us and just eyeballed us. Yeah. yeah. And we both, I mean, guns are on our shoulders because, I mean, we had no idea. It was coming a flood. And I, was, I told Dad, I was like, man, if we see a deer, you know, I don't even know if we'll have enough time to even get the gun up. So, I mean, we're just hands in pockets trying to yeah. stay as dry as possible because I'm already soaked at this point. Great day, though. Yeah, I'm soaked to the underwear. And it was it turned out to be a, a really educational day. And that doe came blowing out, and she stopped 10 foot in front of us. And I think we heard another deer, and, I, and that's when I told you, I said, these guys, these wardens have said that deer are wide open. So I was like, pay attention back behind her. And I think you've seen him, and you're like, oh, there's a buck right here, a buck right here. And I was like, that's when, like, I was really calm, cool, and collected. And then as soon as I seen antlers, I about shit myself. And I was like, we're getting ready to, we're getting ready to shoot an animal on a WMA that I haven't shot an animal in 10 years on. I was like, this is it right here. I was like, we're getting ready to squeeze the trigger. Deer turkey, I ain't shot nothing on this WMA in 10 years. I was like, we're getting ready to do it. I've lived here 29 years and, he and I hunted that area the first two years I was here. So it was 27 years for me to go back. 27 years since I've been back there. 27 years to go back. We just had fun areas. We had we had, we had it. We, we just had a good time everyplace else, and all of a sudden, Seth's like was, one day, hey, let's, let's go hunt this. So let's put in for this. Yeah. Got a wild hair, and I was like, hey, let's go. Let's let's try this. I know there's going to be a bunch of people. There was a bunch of people. I didn't think it was that well, bad. We didn't see a whole lot, but no, it, it honestly it, it honestly wasn't. The other guys ran into more people than we did. I don't know how. Because, I mean, we covered some ground, too. And we never ran into a single body out in the woods at all. Going in, we, we seen some shirts. And then we went down and picked a second option or a third option that we had tagged. Yeah, that last one yeah. we picked or something. But I don't want to yeah. go back to that eight. I'm, I'm already getting ahead to walking in that mile. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, so so that little bug came, came, came running up following that doe. And he was... He was what fifty yards back behind her. I mean, he was hot. He was he was following that doe. I wouldn't say he's fifty. He's closer than that. Fifty yards back behind her. So by the time we seen her, he was probably fifty yards back behind her. And all of a sudden, they were both within twenty feet of us. Yeah, and it's it's the infamous. Don't move. <laughs> they had no clue. Don't move going back and forth. We're sitting there telling each other. Something was No, there. they had no idea. She she yeah. knew we were something, but we wasn't moving. So, I mean. Never stomped. You can, never you can honestly be tail. wearing bright never, red. Never as long moved, as you don't Never move. nothing. Just kind of. No. Nothing. And she whipped around and went. Right. Right. Pretty much right back the way she came. But down that little wash out a little bit. So, she came up from the left in the middle of the clear cut. And she just kind of went back down. And then we. the edge of it. Well, you can that see her eyes and ears a little bit, but we kind of lost her there in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the end, we we kind of lost her, and the only way I could see him was because the antlers. 
I mean, now he wasn't, he was a what? He was, had to be four more on one side, and he was, uh, he only had, he was a six. I counted four seven. on one side. So I don't, I'm not sure. It was that thick. You're talking about the big, the eight or the seven. No, the first one, yeah, the first one that ran up on us. No, the first one, yeah, the first one that, that ran up on us. No, no, he wasn't legal. He wasn't legal because he didn't. I mean, if he was he legal, needed to go. One he of us would have pulled up and blasted him. But you can't, you can't do it there. So, yeah, yeah. So they, when that doe backed up and kind of worked back down towards that washout, that little buck followed her, and you, you yep. walked back up because it was we were kind of in that down low, and I was like, why don't you go back up top and see if you can't see down in, and if you can see down in, and get a shot because the wardens were saying that for one doe there was. Five to seven bucks on one doe this year. I remember him telling us that because I mean we right. didn't get pulled over, but it was a, as a checkpoint. And we talked to him, and he said, "If if, if you see a doe, he said, get ready because there's I at least five, five, five to six, number. seven, maybe eight bucks five, following yeah. one doe." Eight's too many. I think so. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. So when you went up that ridge, you took your rattling antlers, and I remember I remember you were sitting there clinking and clanking on them things. I think we seen him at the same time because I was standing in the original position down low and you moved up 40 yards probably. Yeah, 40. There was a, there was a, it was at the highest point I could get where we walked back in because there was a rock right there. And I was like, man, I, oh, yeah. I want to get up on this rock shelf. Yeah. Really wasn't a rock shelf. It was just a rock formation that we yeah. walked over. And then as soon as I got up there, I'm looking. Well, before I did, I actually, I wanted to see over those – I wanted to get a higher elevation. I set my gun down safely against another tree. I climbed a little bit of a pine tree. I wanted to see. Kind oh, of, yeah, I remember that. I got like five feet off the ground. I couldn't yeah. see nothing. I got down. Then I walked up there. As soon as I walked up there, I saw antlers. It was, it was I go like, to look at Seth. <laughs> Seth pulls the rifle up, shoulders it, and I'm like, it's done. He sees it. He's taking was, this thing. I about did. And, and I, it, you, had a, you, you, you did have one shot, though, right? It was. I mean, back to that neck, back yeah. to that ethical, back that white the, spot. Did he have a white spot? Was he looking right at you? No, he was He was looking at the doe because I guess the doe, me looking at the doe, he, she took a right and went to the washout, and he was right there. So all I seen was a freaking set of antlers, a head, and probably three inches of the neck, and I was contemplating I thought it was just done. letting one rip. As soon as me short mag was about to bark. As soon as you pulled <laughs> up the short mag, I was like, this is done. Because <laughs> I think – if you guys, if none of you not, the ones that have hunted with Seth, you know him. The yep. ones that don't, it it's when the firearms at the shoulder, it's time, it's done, it's I, it's over, it's there, it's happened. Dude, I clicked the safety off, and I was sitting there looking at that. I mean, he wasn't big, but I mean, he was he was he was a really really good deer for that for that area. He was a harvester. He all I could see was just antlers. I, I'd never even seen. An ear tip, a head, a neck, or nothing. See, All I saw was antlers walking through that that uh, clear cut. And he was he was more than two and a half. Oh yeah, I'd say three and a half for sure. Yeah, three and yeah. a half, maybe four and a half. Because I mean, he had some bases. Yeah, he had some. Well, I didn't see no bases now, but now G ones, G twos, and G threes looked really good from what I could see. Yeah, but I couldn't was... see the bottom half of his rack. Oh, you? Oh, you, I thought you could see the bottom. Nope. Oh no, he had he had these these beer can bases. Did you see his eyes? And I was, yeah. Whoa, why is he on the ground? I know. I, I still wake up in the middle of the night thinking, 
damn it, I should have shot. So we have this thing that we've always talked about in the woods because we, we understand each other. Safety is first. Everybody always talks safety first. Mm-hmm. But Seth and I and, and my daughter, we, we know. We, it, it, you, you don't even have to mention it. You do just so it's there. It is always there in everybody's mind safety. But our biggest thing is don't hesitate. Never hesitate. Don't hesitate. If you, if you know you got it and, you're, and, you, and you can take that shot and you feel confident, take it. Yeah. Always knowing safety is in your mind. Yeah. So he saw an eye and he still lives another year. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. Hopefully you made it. Yeah. I'd like to go back out there and do some shed hunting around that area because I guarantee you there's going to be some sheds in that clear cut. That would be an awesome place. That'd be an awesome thing to have a dog to hunt sheds for you. That would be nice. I'll take one of these mutts. So we got, yeah. But it was, it was, it was wild because as soon as I shouldered that gun, I was looking at that deer through the scope, and I could see antlers. He was probably he was probably one forty, one forties or so like that. I mean, yeah. and the score really doesn't matter at all. But when I pulled up the scope. And all I could see was all I could see was antlers, and his G twos was ten, twelve inches long. I was like, "This deer is definitely a mature deer." We're talking twenty five yards in front of you, it, but it, yeah. it was stupid thick. Oh yeah, stupid it, yeah. thick. He was at least twenty five to maybe thirty yards yes. max. Yeah, and I couldn't even see a freaking body. No, it was antlers, head, and about three inches of the neck, and he was in the the sneaking position. Like, he had his nose out and was sniffing for that doe. He never picked his head up, because if he picked his head up, oh, the yeah. white patch was getting plugged. Yeah. Yeah, he never stuck his head up. He kept everything down low. And I remember as soon as I shouldered that gun, I looked over, and I pointed and I pointed out in front of me, and I think I did with my left hand, like, the antler hand. And, I was, and, I, I, and yeah. I was doing the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you did it right. I'm back. right-handed, so I have my left <laughs> hand up, because I had, had and, and Seth's the opposite. He's, yeah. And I was like, dude, if we can get on that deer. That would be fantastic. And we sat there for what? We sat there for another hour. 45 minutes, easy. Yeah. And we seen the doe run by. Remember still that? raining, too, by the way. Oh, it's still coming a, a toad strangler. Just a good soaking. And I remember, because you walked back down, you snuck back down, because there was no way anything the, was going to The wind was perfect us. for us. Yeah, oh, the, the wind was perfect. Our sound was hidden by all the freaking rain, mm-hmm. pittering and pattering. You snuck back down, and, and I was like, let's watch this creek right here, because something's going to cross this creek and she crossed that creek she blew out of there and as and as soon as she blew out of it i was like dude you better get ready because i was like it's about to be on if what if you have a clear shot or i got a clear shot i was like freaking send it never seen him nothing have no idea where they went i don't know if she wasn't in heat see and after sitting here thinking about it five months down the road i'm like i wonder if they were just pushing her because she was a doe and they pushed her so hard and then come to realize well, this deer's really not in heat. Let's go find something else that's in heat. So as soon as she went, dropped down in that washout, crossed the thicket, they were like, well, she's not in heat. What's the point in wasting our time on this one? Let's go find something else. And I think they went back into the, th- the thick, thick stuff. I think the body language from the, um, the, 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 whatever, the five or seven scrub that we saw in the dough yeah. when we first saw them, their body language, scrub. she was not, she was not there yet. I, don't, I didn't, because she was. He was just tending her. You're just following her. It was just. I I think he was following her to see if she was in heat. So maybe I'm thinking she crossed their paths early that morning and they just locked up on her to see if she was in heat and come to find out we was at the wrong place. 
the right place at the wrong time. She wasn't in heat. Right. Because when she bolted out of that washout, them two bucks didn't follow. We, we, I mean, we sat there for another 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. And nothing. I mean, my scope fogged up. Well, was, we, we was already wet, so. It was, yeah. And after that point, it was miserable because we, we walked back out. Uh, seen a few rubs and stuff like that. Remember walking back out towards yep. towards the road. Seen a few rubs on the left. There wasn't. I didn't really notice a whole lot of. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Sucked in some <coughs> spit. <coughs> I didn't notice a whole lot of deer sign on that trip. Mm-mm. Even uh, Thursday. Other than the the one rub when we went walked that mile back in, we saw no, that, that place was. That was a different story. There ain't yeah. no man been back in there. I guarantee it. That tree had been wore out. Yeah. And that was bad. Oh, that was the other thing. I remember that. Along the edge of that field. Uh, did we go back to camp? We went back to camp. Yeah, because we, yeah. Yeah, we were soaked mm-hmm. to the damn bone. And we went back to camp. And I remember ringing out my rain gear. And I was like, I ain't wearing this shit back out. I'm already wet. Yeah. I think I left my rain gear sitting on the bed of my truck, and it, it got soaked even the more. The rain eased up that too, right? It did. It, it did. did. I yeah. think it stopped, didn't it? But it got cold. Yes. It got cold. And where I, cause I think I was already through my, no, that was the same pair I wore, same set of clothes that I wore Thursday. So I think I had one more change of clothes. So I just wore the same stuff back out, just put on, my base layer was wet, but I just threw on dry clothes over that. And I remember we went out there, and we bundled up. So we parked at this one spot. Uh, it was a mile back in, wasn't it? That was the next day because we um, – No, it was that evening. We went back to camp, figured out what we were doing. We were like, damn, let's just go drive down this freaking road, take a left because the deer was over here. And I was like, let's just take a left because the big river was on the backside. So I was right. like, it's just a net. It's just it – ha- it's, a, it's a funnel. It's a pinch. We drove back three-tenths of a mile, four-tenths of a mile or whatever. Yeah. Then we had to park at the gate. Mm-hmm. Then it was a walk. Yeah, that was that was pretty good ways back in there because we, we still had all clear cut to our left. Even the wind, I mean, we, we played the wind again. So, I mean, everything was hitting us. We were downwind of the clear cut the entire time. And I think we, we crossed that little creek down there at the bottom. Yep. As soon as we crossed that creek... Did we jump that deer? Remember that eight? He was bedded below that damn dead tree. Something was. Remember oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the same eight. Yeah, yeah. We that, walked. Yeah, it was a different deer. Cross that creek. Yes. We went up. That road stopped. We didn't realize it stopped fifty yards in front of us. Yeah. We was like, let's cut up through here. Yes, we cut up through there. And we we um we cut up through there and we was just easing up through there and that deer jumped up about thirty. Yeah. Felt like thirty feet in front of us. Oh yeah, I mean he sounded like he was thirty feet in front of us, and he had a he had a good set of antlers, and we both threw our guns up, and we we're like, "You got a shot? You got a shot? You got a shot?" And we're like, "No, no, no." And we're going back and forth, and the deer bounds off, and we're like, "Dude, what the?" That's <laughs> the evening we sat there, and that night we coming out, yeah, and well, that deer about run me over. That yeah yeah that was that yes Friday it was Friday evening because mm-hmm. we walked up it was that little uh, cedar thicket <laughs> little hemlock thicket. Remember, we was walking up there, and I was like, hey, I was like, don't move. There's deer up here. Oh, pops can't see too and good go, anymore at 56. <laughs> and you go, where are they at? And I was like, they're right here in front of us, about 200 yards. And you go, what the hell? What? <laughs> and I, and, and you, you, you finally spotted them, and you were like, 
dude, what in the world? And I don't, I guess it was, she turned just right and the sheen off her, uh, the sheen off of her back. Took me forever it, to find her. I mean, I seen her with the naked eye 200 yards out in a thicket. And I was like, Bedded down against like, a tree. Mm-hmm. Never could see the body. You could just see her head and the neck. Yep, that was it. And I think the sun hit her. I don't know if it hit her the top of her head or something, but I just caught a, a sheen of something right. that isn't woods or brush or thicket or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, that looks weird. And I was sitting there looking at it. I was like, dude, don't move. I was like, there's a deer out here. And th- those, there was, what, three does? Yes. And they walked like, I don't know how far because I had my gun up the entire time and I was watching them in my scope. So I never... I never pulled my face away from the scope to actually see a, a realistic distance because in my scope it looked like they were 10 feet because I had that thing cranked up to eight. Yeah, and that was the first mistake is that hunting thickets. We learned from this. Crank that thing down to the absolute minimum, and if you need to adjust, adjust from there. But we had them three does walk up, and we sat there what? That was early. That was like 1 o'clock, I remember, 2 o'clock. We sat right there for the rest of the evening. Yep, we sat right there the rest of the evening and didn't see anything. Didn't not a, see anything. Not a thing, and all of a sudden here, something come running, and Seth's like, there she is. And I was we like, were, where? We were walking out. and I'm Yeah, and I'm looking, and he's like like 15 feet in front of you, and I was like, oh. And she stopped, and her eyeballs was as big as softballs. I was like, I was like, don't move. And then we could hear him. He was just, he was grunting. Remember that? He yep. was bear, 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 bear. And he was chasing her, and he stopped. How far was he? Again, it wasn't shooting light. We were done. We were walking out. Oh, oh, Fredo here doesn't see good when those times of nights. And I think it was. Were we out of shooting light? I yeah. think we had just enough time because I was like, Dude, was, I can make out the entire body. I was like, sling one down. It right was in. dark. <laughs> you were like, shoot him. He's right there. He's a. He's. He, Dude, he, he was. We, 20 yard, twenty feet in front of you. <laughs> and I was like, I can't see the end of my barrel. I had my scope up, and I was counting. I was like, one, two, three, four. He's legal. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then he took like, off. Maybe nine, yeah. And I was like, you got a shot? You got a shot? And he's like, no, I can't see. And then he took off. And I remember you stood up, and you go, the hell was that? And I was I like, dude, you almost got ran over by a slick head. <laughs> she was coming at me. She 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 was coming right at me and just dodged over just the last minute. It was close. I, I feel like there was something else. Oh, we went back the next morning. Yep, because we finished. And then I went back that evening. Uh, was it that evening? Or you went back the next weekend because the next weekend was an open weekend. You went back the next weekend because we talked about plans throughout that week. But anyways. So no, I didn't hunt the muzzleloader draw. Did you not? No, because that I went back. You had to go or something. We had something going on with the family, the daughter. I carried my stand in. Oh, you did, and you climbed. Yes, and I climbed a tree right there where yep. about got run over. That was Saturday evening. So Saturday morning, we did the exact same thing. We drove in, parked, mm-hmm. walked another mile back in. And remember, we were sitting there. It was that morning. It was breaking daylight, and I heard something. And that was when me and you both whipped over, and there was that other buck, about twenty yards above that dead tree. And he was walking right to us. And I guess by the time both of us spun over and looked at him, he picked us off and took off. And I was like, that's just how our morning goes. Yeah, and then a little three or four point walk yeah. walked the edge of the woods that right little there. Thing and, yeah. and we sat there until what? I, won't, I don't, I don't want to say. One o'clock? Yeah, because it wasn't in 
to the late afternoon. It was probably midday or something. It was one o'clock or something. We didn't see anything. No. After then, that little. And then I went back and I was like, man, I'm all gung ho. I'm fired up. And the temperature dropped. Big Took time. a thermos in. Yeah. Didn't put my gloves on. Carried a tree stand at 56 <laughs> and don't carry tree stands anymore. <laughs> I was gung ho. I was going. I went. I walked. I didn't even stop. I got back there and couldn't even feel my fingertips. I remember that because you you text me <laughs> you text me at the base of the tree yeah. and you was like, can't feel fingertips. <sighs> text you went in staying and I was like, oh that's hurting. <laughs> Dude, that killed my body. Oh man. I just don't do that anymore. We always plan. We always got our stands put up wherever it's, we're at. We do. But yeah, and I've gotten was, into to saddle hunting now, so I I carry just a stick or two and a little bitty platform uh, platform. It takes me 10 minutes to climb a tree, just get 10, 10 foot off the ground. I got a saddle, too. I just bought one. I did. I'm serious. A horse saddle? Yeah, mules. We ride oh. mules. So I bought a saddle. <laughs> I was like, did you really buy a saddle? That's sweet, man. No, okay, that's the wrong kind of saddle. <laughs> yeah. Had me, had, had got my hopes way up. Yeah, like, you guys can't see nice. him, but his eyes got all big. He's like, yeah. nice, we're going like, to we're gonna freaking hunt saddle hunt. I was like, yeah, did you get it tethered? <laughs> uh, it was it was an overall, I don't, I don't feel like we had a dull moment no, at all. The whole weekend was just fabulous. It was I mean, outstanding. It was, it was fun filled. Yeah. I mean, we seen deer. We had a good time at camp. We ate like kings because was it you that brought the steaks? Of course. Yeah. The steaks and the venison loins. Yeah. That was, that hits the spot right there. And then you had them, you had that whole box of, uh, was it baked Cheez-Its? Jalapeno? My, I think it was the jalapeno, jalapeno Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its. We killed them things, I think, yeah, in the first night. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was, it was pretty good. It was a, it was a, it was a great weekend. It, it so. was really, it was good to go back to that place that, that, that and, and, and Seth's friends, I mean, Jay, Joe, he's been, we've known him since he's, geez, T-ball, four years, five years old. So it's good to see him and hunt with him. And it's always good to hunt with Seth. It always is. I'm trying to get Joey back into it, too, because, I mean, last time he went hunting was. Uh, Ten years ago, he said? I think so, 10 or 12 years ago. Something yeah. like that? It was on that last turkey hunt, I believe. It was the last thing he killed because he killed that big deer <clears throat> during deer season. And then we took him on that juvenile hunt. Oh yeah. With uh yeah, out west. Oh yeah. Yep, that was the last thing. Then birds flew off that ridge and landed right in front of us and it ended in like thirty minutes. It's fantastic. Doesn't happen nowadays. Ain't no birds here in Tennessee. <laughs> They're getting there. But we're seeing a little bit of a lull here with them right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a Yeah. A low time right now. That's how it is with birds. Yep. Uh back to the WMA. After thinking back on it and after that day and all that stuff, what would you do different? The hunting standpoint. Where would you have positioned yourself? Would you have maybe had your gun up at times? Would you have stayed in the pine tree a little bit longer? What would you have done different hunting-wise? I, I, I can't, honestly, I can't think of anything I would have done different. I, I don't know what I would could have done different to possibly put myself in a position for that that eight, nine, seven, whatever yeah. it was. Because, again, I only saw one side, and he had four. <clears throat> um, now, he had four without the brow tine because I didn't see that low. 
he may have. I don't know. All I've seen was just a solid, beautiful just antlers. Just glistened in the antlers. Yeah, oh. just uh, the sun wasn't even out, and they were just. It was yeah, stuck yeah. out because everything was brown and black and dark and everything like that, and all of a sudden it was just a golden antlers. Massive, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if I could have because I, I started to make a couple mistakes that morning and you, you'd helped and corrected me again. And, and the wind again, I'm telling you, you know, watch the wind yeah. and let's go this way, not this way. And, um, and I, I, we were going in blind. Yeah. I've never stepped foot on that chunk. No. At all. Like I had no idea. So, I mean, we had to play the wind to kind of better our favors. I, I'm not sure I could have done anything different. I, I, I don't know at that time. I really honestly, of course. And by saying that, we're not, we're not perfect. It's not like we like intentionally done this and like done everything absolutely perfect. Because if we done it perfect, we'd have a deer to be talking about too. We didn't get a kill. It was close. But I feel like I'm in the same boat as you. I feel like our steps were correct. The wind was correct. Our patience was correct. Yes, patience was a big thing. We ain't talked about that. We were very patient that yeah, day. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were taking, what, two or three steps and just stopping. It was like, okay, let's just look for antlers over this clear cut. We well, didn't get in a rush. We didn't cover a lot of area that morning, but five hours later, that that hunt was that morning, five hours later, and we didn't cover a whole lot of area. Going back to we were very patient. It was being patient. We didn't push the issue. Yeah. We were very patient, and, and then we were – then, then, then we had what we had in front of us. Yeah, we didn't. It just didn't work out. Didn't get in a rush because, oh man, we're getting soaked. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Well, we just we just bit the bullet and was like, we're going to get wet. We have today and another day to hunt. We're like, just take our time and let's just see what happens. And I think it actually worked out pretty good. Well, you made the comment, not that you're a Debbie Downer or nothing like that, but you made the comment, you're a realist. I've never done good in the rain. And I was like, it's already raining. We're wet. Let's hang. Yeah. I, I think I remember making that comment, yeah, too. You did. I was like, dude, I've never seen deer in the rain nope. at all. Never harvested, never done anything. And I it's, was like, dude, it's great. And I've, I feel like I've hunted a lot for where I'm, like, where I'm at in life. Oh, yeah. And I've hunted in downpours deer hunting, and I've hunted in light rain and all that stuff. I don't think I've ever seen a deer in the rain at all until that day. And that was a total awesome weekend. That was, that was a pretty good weekend. Yeah. So that was... Since it was so good, would you make it better? Anything at camp? If I can convince you to buy a nice tent with a wood stove in it. Dude, yeah, that. <laughs> the one thing I would change about camp is not a bigger tent, better tent. Sometimes big isn't awesome. It's just no, it's, it needs to be better. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was having, even when it wasn't raining, the dew from outside was still coming through my tent. And as soon as I touched the edge of that tent from the inside, I was getting rained on in the tent. Dude, you're a six foot two person. What are you, 178 pounds? 195. You, you need to trim back a little. I do. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a five foot nine tent? Dude, it was little. Yeah, I could not stretch out. Couldn't stretch I was, out. I stayed, I slept like a shrimp. So, yeah. loud commercial oh we both <laughs> yeah, looked around yeah, like we both what the hell like, was that damn someone else is in this house that's weird it's um, just me and dad here no i think the only thing that i probably would have uh, that if, if i could yeah. funds is always the thing you know 
is to have that that comfort, that sleeping, that place to yeah. get out of the weather, hundred percent um, heat. The tent, the, the tent, with heat in it. Yeah, and would you say is like a one of those big canvas tents with a wood stove in it, and maybe like yeah, uh, go find something from the Goodwill that they hang their clothes on, like some sort of rack, so you can let your clothes dry it, if it, it does rain. And if and if if you can't afford those high dollar tents, you know, military surplus has them. Yeah, can't beat it. I, you, I mean, you forget about the military surplus stores because we lost the one here in town. We did. I don't even know what's the closest one now. Cookville's got a small one down Cookville there. Cookville does. Yeah, or it did. But, but yeah. No, the whole weekend was great. It was good seeing you again. It was good seeing was, Joe yeah. again. Dimitri's trying. He's a little sidetracked, um, but he's trying. And um, the hunt was great. Food was good. We just kind of, you know, we just, we just, uh, we just winged it because – I mean, we did. It's been 27 years since I've been there. Yeah, we actually, I mean, we winged it for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, we all knew we got drawn for it. But it came around so fast that we had no idea, like, what to gather and all that stuff. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm sleeping in a tent. It's got a half inch of water in it. Dude, that was freaking hilarious. Wake up at 3.30. I'm already wet. <laughs> I was already wet. I just, I pretty much rolled over and put on some hunting clothes that was already wet. <laughs> Threw on the rain gear that was, I think in my truck that was dry, but. And it was actually chilly that day too. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't warm rain. I mean, we stepped out and we were like, oof, it's a little nipply out here. Had to sit in your truck when we got back from that hunt and warm up. Yes, I remember that. My fingertips were done. Yeah, your fingertips and toes have always been that way. Yep, I remember that. E.T. You know, you, he's, I don't think you did. I did. No, I didn't get in my truck. No, I, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't. I went and sat in my truck and fired it up because I think we got back to camp and Joey was there. And, and he's not a Boy Scout, so he didn't have a fire going. No. That's why. I was just thinking the same damn thing. I was looking at you like, what's he going to say yeah, next? I think you gave him a ration of shit, too. I did, because like, he'd been sitting there. You, yeah. And we got back cold, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. you douchebag. You, you, <laughs> why is there no fire? <laughs> you don't even have a fire going? <laughs> oh, I didn't really know what you guys wanted to do. Always build a fire. I mean, always. Yeah. I mean, always. Well, not always. I mean, if the wind's freaking 100 mile an hour and it's dry as crap out. But anyways. Oh, yeah. Common point, sense. Common point sense being, takes over. We got back and he didn't have fire belt and I was like, "Dude, I, did you bring food?" Uh, Dimitri said he's gonna bring something. He gets off at twelve o'clock at night. I'm gonna be yeah. in bed. Yeah, I think we ate more cheeses or something. So yes, you are correct. I did give him a ration of shit. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then we cooked those loins, those venison. Oh, that's what loins. it was. Yeah, yeah we threw yeah, them right on right. the grill. Thank God I brought food for all of us. <laughs> Dude, that packet I've learned over the years, man. Just you know, yeah, you, you can you can too. always put the kitchen sink back in place. Just take everything true. when you leave the house. Kitchen sink, every, take everything. But yeah, they were wonderful. That. It was. It was. It was a good weekend. It was overall a good weekend. I think we're going to try to try to do it again this year. If not, uh, we got I, some other spots we can. Oh, I'd go right back to that same spot and do it again. Would you? For all you people out there, if you guys love venison and stuff, and the only way we really cook <coughs> it is we throw it on a grill and just count to seven. And then flip it over and count to seven and pull it off. Yeah, that's it's just especially venison. I mean, it comes from earth. Yeah, you don't want to eat a piece of leather. Yeah, no. And if you can't handle the wild game, then go to your local grocery store and buy your meat and then throw it on the grill. There you go. Uh, unless it's a broth, 
I'll eat them Johnsonville's. Yeah, I wished I. But that's about it. Wished I'd apply myself a little bit better and could make some sausage like that. That I, would be pretty nice. I feel like they're good for manufactured, you know. Anyways, they're not bad. So I hunted yeah. two or three more times in the year. I'm busy. Things got going. You got kids coming. And, yeah. And and I'm building daughter's house and we're working and blah 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 and I didn't see a whole lot of deer. I see more deer than I did any other time I hunted maybe three or four handful of times outside. You really need to leave us laughing in that sometimes though. That's what breaks up the whole thing. <laughs> I mean <laughs> It was it was my my entire deer season were okay. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I've got to say it now because we're sitting here laughing. I told yeah. Dad not to be throwing out names of people and places we hunt, and he just dropped the ball. So that <laughs> that sound that y'all are going to hear in this uh, this podcast is Dad Dad slipping up and saying the place that we hunted. I'm going to edit that out so y'all do your own damn homework. Nosy. Yeah, yeah, do your own damn homework and figure out where the deer are. That's right. We didn't do our homework and we figured out where the deer are. So, next year we're going to do it. Hey, even if I wouldn't have saw a deer that weekend, it was the time spent with you and 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 the, and the your was, friends that I grew up with and, the, and really the the camaraderie and a lot of people I, that I talked to, I'm like like uh we're going to Alabama April 1st. Me and two other guys, they're the only ones that can make it right now and they're like, well, man, what if what if we don't kill anything? I was like, dude, if you've never been to any sort of camp, I was like, you're getting ready to – it's not about the kill. It's not about the harvest or whatever. Literally, like, the stories that we're about to tell is going to be absolutely fantastic, and the memories you, you walk away with are going to be ten times greater than any kill that you ever do. I was like, you're about to figure out why we camp and hunt. I was like, it's an absolute ball, <clears throat> and a lot of people ain't fortunate enough – to go do that. That's right. So everybody gets everybody gets wrapped up in the corporate world. I used to too. I'm at corporate, but I used to get wrapped up in the world. I'm at a time in my life that I've realized that my my family and my blood and my son and yeah, it's my daughter. It's yeah. way more important than any materialistic thing. And and, just, and it's not about the kill. He's right. He's learned. He's learned from no, a good yeah, man. It's it's fantastic. I'm trying to talk my wife into like, hey, I'm gonna buy a little pop up camper. I'm gonna go camping. We're gonna wake up. Not not even if it's on a lake anywhere. Just camping down the least off the mountain. Let's just go camping. Wake up, hang out. Kids can run around the fields, all that stuff. We'll take the side by side. We'll go ride around. It's just getting away from reality, and yeah. it's absolutely fantastic. It is. And if you don't have the option, let me know, and we'll go hunting. I'll take you out. I don't care. We'll go look for deadheads or for some sheds or something like that. Once you get out, you you get such a better. Uh, what would you call it? Clarification, realization, love, love of love, how love small you are in this world and how big the world is and yeah. what God has gave everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a it's it's a whole different perspective once you get outside yeah. and you start doing all that stuff. You'll you'll be fine walking down that sidewalk in the city. <clears throat> yeah. But when you're walking up that creek and you're you're climbing them hills, you you're 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 in, you're in, you're in a different world. Yeah. And with that being said, it was an absolutely fantastic weekend. What the. What the? But with that being said, the second greatest thing on earth is turkeys. And we're not far. It's March 17th. Alabama opens up. There's states down south that's already opening up. It's here. We are absolutely, I think turkey season, turkey season, we've got some. 
you and Papa rode through a tornado in a pop-up camper. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest buying a pop-up camper. It was, <laughs> you guys went through a tornado. We went, uh, I remember one juvenile, we went hunting. It wasn't, it wasn't even juvenile. It was opening, it was opening weekend. Remember that? Uh, we was on that lease. Which time? Because uh, we was always in the woods. It snowed one time. And by the time we left the woods, we had two inches of snow on the ground. Can't say names. Don't want to slip up. Don't want to pull Freddy here. But, here uh, locally? Well, that's a couple years ago. Yeah, locally. Yeah. Like right here locally. Yeah. 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 Uh, turkey season is absolutely the greatest thing on earth. And I think I started this podcast literally last year during turkey season because we were talking about pest control and all that stuff. Not pest, but, you know, uh, nest raiders and everything. <laughs> and noticed how, how much the turkey numbers were down. I shot one bird last year, and that, I only heard two birds gobble on that chunk of property I got off the mountain. And me and Joey went to uh, another WMA, got on one the last day of season, and we had our thumbs up our asses and wasn't straight to us. Didn't the even last call. day, the was, last hour, the last minute. That was it. I mean, and, and we screwed it up. Uh, yeah, but this year's a new year. That's right. And from what I've seen driving down the road and doing all that stuff for the job I got and the job that, well, obviously – what my buddy has and all that stuff. He's all over Tennessee. He's he's everywhere. He's, he's seeing birds everywhere. Nobody's going to care about this, but you remind me. I just saw a flock of birds that's like 10 miles from here that I've never seen. Really? I know they're popping up in places that you usually don't see them, which yeah. is awesome, which is absolutely fantastic. Never so seen them there. If anyone disagrees with the Tennessee turkey season, you actually need to sit back <clears throat> and think about the numbers and think about why they moved it back and think about why they – why they did the things that they did for this turkey season. Because if you don't agree with it and you don't understand it, you ain't done a whole lot of research. You ain't been out in the woods a whole lot. I'm just going to freaking – I'm just going to let you have it right now. You you haven't done your homework. Yeah, if, if you're if you're not factual, it's don't don't even bother anybody yeah, or don't even if, waste our time. If someone says, well, why would they move the season back? It's, you know, middle of May, end of May. It's hot out. Well, good. Then you, then you ain't turkey hunting. You're letting them breed. You're letting them do their thing still. So why in the hell are you complaining that it goes through the entire month of May? Leave and be. It's not like you'd hunt the last weekend or the weekend after that anyways because it's so hot out. And there's ticks everywhere now. So yeah, it, quit your damn complaining. And, and seriously, are you are you the guy that's out there every day, every bit of daylight, and, and, and taking yeah, advantage of it all? No, and if, if you're pissed because they move season back two weeks, well, have you ever noticed that opening weekend that there's a tom usually if you're in a really heavily populated turkey area the opening weekend they're usually one or two toms is still grouped up with like 50 hens and they're breeding hens opening weekend so then all of a sudden you go out there and you shoot a tom well you just restarted that whole entire flocking uh what would you call it flocking uh breeding season because as soon as you shoot the dominant bird you restart that whole entire flock so those hens have to start all back over again. They go back through a pecking order. They figure out who's going to breed first, all that stuff. So now you're moving season back two weeks. You're allowing those toms to breed those 50 hens. So by the time season opens, April 15th this year, in the state of Tennessee, you're going to find that lonely tom because he's done bread for the first, you know, original two weeks of season. Right. You're going to find, I think this year, you're going to find a whole lot of lonesome toms end of April, early May. And, and, and if you're a hater, it, it give give it a chance. Yeah. Give them just, a chance to do this and let them back it up and do what they need to do. 
It's yeah. It's gotta, all learning. You got to look at the big picture too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, they're probably going to do this for the next handful three, of years. Three years minimum. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're going to do this for a, a few years. Mm-hmm. And if they see the numbers starting to come back, and that's why they cut the bird back to two toms or one Jake and one Tom. I mean, they're trying to bring back the population because last year was just absolutely horrendous. See, you just sprung that on me. I didn't do my I didn't do my homework. I didn't realize they did that two toms and one Jake. Two toms. Or a Tom and a Jake. No so more than two Jakes. We're at a two-bird limit. Two-bird limit. This is how wrapped up my life is. I've got a lot of things yeah. going on with building a house and daughter, and, and, yep. and I didn't realize that. Two-bird limit. See, and in, in, in the state of Alabama, from what I've learned, is that in the first 10 days of season, you're allowed to shoot one bird in a county. Two birds a year, I think. Two birds a year in Alabama. So if you go to one county, you can shoot a bird. You have to wait 10 days to shoot another bird in that county. So what we're planning on is go to Alabama, shoot a bird in one county, jump to another county, and shoot our second bird and be done with the state of Alabama. Wham. You're that good. Done. No, I'm not that good. I'm just messing with that you. That is the overall goal. <laughs> you got to have a goal. I would love to do that. Yeah. you got to have a goal. Yeah. And, <laughs> and literally where, where we're camping at on this WMA, we're only 20 minutes from the other county, which has like another huge chunk of WMA. So I'm like, okay, let's just go hunt here. If we get lucky enough and shoot a bird, let's just jump 20, 30 minutes south. Yeah. Hit another county. Go shoot another bird within the first 10 days. But after, I guess, I think I think day 11, you can shoot a bird. Day 12, you can shoot your other bird in the same county. After the first 10 days. After the first 10 days. Very strict WMA. Uh, good. Talked to a man down there. He's a really, really, really freaking good guy. Uh, he said there's birds everywhere. He said, "There's it, you, you will hear birds. And there's a reason those birds are everywhere. There's, they are very, very up on their uh, wildlife management, the, the burning, uh, replanting. Uh, harvesting. Oh, yeah, harvesting. I mean, the deer, he said, there's deer everywhere down there. He said, if you go deer hunting, he said, you will see deer. He said, you'll see deer about every 20 minutes. He said, there's, there's, we got deer crawling everywhere. He said, it's management, so it's, I think it's eight point or better. He said, there's some really really big deer he said it's, it's fantastic hunting down here he said no one does it i was like well why does no one do it and he goes i have no idea but now with the wma we're going to you don't hunt till 1 p.m so maybe people are like i don't want to waste a morning there and then pick up and go travel somewhere else to go shoot a bird that afternoon it don't matter to me do your homework be the better conservationist yeah harvest your bird before yeah. one o'clock and be done so off the top of your head, I don't know if you're turned in your gears or not. What's the best turkey hunting story you got? I would have to. It's kind of funny you just said that because I'm going back to where we was driving the little blue Mitsubishi. Seth was oh, probably yeah. about 11, 12, I think 10. I think I was 10. It was the 10? first year I had my safety course. I think I know where you're going with this. Obviously. We're cruising on the lease and a good friend of mine that we hunted up there. Now, keep in mind, Seth never got to hunt a youth season because Dad always drug him out because he was the turkey caller at 10, at 11, and 12. Yeah, I never, I, never got to, I never got to turkey hunt until I was... Youth turkey hunt. Youth turkey hunt, yeah. Yeah, because you were always calling for other kids in need <clears throat> that didn't have that opportunity that we always provided for yeah. through our local turkey chapter. Yeah. And uh, so we're cruising down the top of the ridge one day and come right up on this mud puddle, come around a corner, we're actually eating a turkey sandwich. And there stood a turkey in the road. 
And I yeah. looked at him and I was like, go get him, buddy. He's yeah. like, what? I said, I remember, give, give was, me your it sandwich. A, it was yeah. a stick shift. I remember you you were trying to slam it in reverse to get I, yeah. back around the corner. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was trying to get back around the corner. And then I was like, go go get him. And, he, and Seth looked at me like <laughs> just that, that doe that we were talking about earlier and that, that just white eye. Just like, old, are you serious? Yeah, and I was like, yeah give me that sandwich. <laughs> I'm probably going to finish it for you. I remember and, uh, that. Just that little Steven single shot 20 gauge I've had since I was a kid. Yep. You stepped out, went around the corner, and ended up being a, a double beard. Yep. First turkey ever. What, four, four inch, three inch, five inch, four inch beard? I think, well, the first one I think was nine, and the second one was like a four inch. Really? I, yeah, I got it out in the garage. I've kept that thing in my pocket every day. Of course you do. Yeah. You should. But yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm thinking when we started talking about this turkey. That, that as, as a dad and a father, and then the next best one was we're at the high point and that big old bird was hammering across the road. And I looked at you and said, you will never call him off his, off his hands and get was, him across that road. I remember that was the biggest bird I've ever shot to yep. this day. The biggest he ended up being 24 shot. and something like 12 and three eighths beard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 12 and three eighths beard. And he had, he's hanging in my house still. What was it? What was the spurs? It was the spurs was inch and a half. Inch one was inch and a quarter, inch and three eighths. I think. I think it was absolute monster. Now he weighed. He weighed. Uh, okay, I take that back. Biggest beard and biggest spurs was is that bird that that we're talking about now? Yes. Yeah, called him across. It wasn't on a highway. It was a pavement a, road. I mean, we was. 400 500 feet elevation and he yeah. was straight across yeah. yeah and we slid on our asses it down was this midday i remember bank. that we were sweating our asses off yeah. that blind and, and he we gobbled. slid down that embankment all yes. the way down there there was no walking down it and i was like you're never going to call him off them hens i remember that and he had a he had a harem of hens next thing you know we're sitting down below we thought he was coming in this way and here he pops out like 20 feet around a big old thick bush and seth just swivels and I remember just before that he gobbled. Oh yeah, and I, you talk I about hair on your neck. Clear as clear as just right now, looking at everything, hearing everything right now. I remember when that bird gobbled. He must have been what twenty five feet in front of us. It was so close. The the raspiness. The, <laughs> I remember the, the bush ground. And, yeah, the yes. leaves. Everything. Every the, the I remember looking in that direction because my gun barrel was already pointed into that bush. And I remember when he gobbled, I could see the leaves vibrate, and I was like, my God. It was just unbelievable. And he poked out to my left, and I seen a grasshopper pop up. And that grasshopper popped up, and as soon as that, that grasshopper popped up, he stuck his number was yep. swivel with that cheap old 20-gauge shotgun you won from the raffle at Mossberg. And I let that it shot three and a half. Was that the one? Yes, that was the year that you was reloading your own shells, and my pattern was a golf ball up to 100 yards or something like that because I took a golf ball-sized chunk out of his, the top of his head. Back of his head. When he reached for that grasshopper. And you looked at me and you're like, dude, that was wild. And I was like, I did not think that bird was never, coming across the road. Never, never, never. That I, I wasn't doubting no. you, but I just didn't think that would happen that way. Because I remember being from Ridgetop to Ridgetop. He yep. gobbled like at noon. It was it was April April 24th, I think. It was the day before Allison's birthday. Because she, yeah, April 25th is her birthday. Mm -hmm. The bird gobbled April 24th. That's when it was. It was hot. It was hot. I remember he gobbled like at midday or 1 o'clock. And that was the, I think that was the day that we made the, well, what do you want to do? And I think she's like, well, let's just go. Let's not hesitate. Let's just go. And I think that's when we implemented the no hesitate rule. 
Always safety, but never hesitate. Yeah, never hesitate. And we climbed yeah. right down that thing, and he gobbled, I think, once or two more times. And once we got set up, the, and I mean, we were calling the entire way down the mountain. We got set up, and we sat there for, what, five minutes? Next thing we know, he gobbled right there in front of us. He, he was just right there. Totally unexpected that. Totally unexpected that whole scenario. It Did, was. And I, believe me, people, I'm not a big turkey hunter. I just do the best I can do, and I just keep my kids in the woods, and then, and then we learn from everything we do. I'm not, I'm no, I'm no pro, but that was that was a wild hunt because I, I, yeah, it was hot. I didn't really understand turkeys too at that point because I think I was what 15, 15 or sixteen. I couldn't drive yet because we were still, yeah. That's when you had that your Duramax, yeah. And I couldn't drive yet. And I, I mean, I never really understood turkeys at that point, but whatever I was doing, it worked. Started he to. Came, he came across the. He came across that road and walked back up the that mule's face steep ridge, and right up to us. Yeah, we weren't all the way down to the bottom. No. Because we started, we started sliding down and moving down, and, and I'm, 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 I'm serious. We were sliding down. That's how mm-hmm. steep that face was. That place was brutal. And then we got. We was like, bam, he's right here. So we just had to sit up where we were at. It was yeah. I mean, he was right there, and oh. it ended in. Five minutes, and we had a what? Three mile walk back. Yeah, that was at the farthest point of the property. That was the farthest point of the property. It was, and we had to walk across one, one long field. Canine. Several fences. Canine, yeah. Yeah. And then no, back up the Rattlesnake Ridge, where I flipped the folder that year. Yeah. And then I think I think you par- I think we had the folder parked somewhere right there. Was it? Maybe not. Maybe, I think we walked, and I think we, we always carried radios. That's where I've learned always carry radios. I can't remember. Always carry radios. I remember, I think uh, Papa maybe picked us up or something. Dude, I don't remember. I, don't know. I just remember the whole bird scenario, just that whole thing. I was just like, that's unbelievable. I it just was, can't believe that happened. It was wild. And then yeah. that was, yeah, 12 and 3 quarter beard, inch and quarter spurs, inch and a half spurs or something like that. Just an absolute hoss. He's hanging out the wall at the house. Yeah. He's still sitting there. The biggest one was 26 and a half pounds. And that was that lunker down there at number two. Number two. I remember we, we, jumped, we bumped a hen Dude. off a nest right there. Yeah. And climbed up into that shooting house and it wasn't. We wild. weren't there seven minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. We just got settled in. And I remember you hit me and you was like, here comes a turkey. And I remember that was a dead tree. You know, I mean, you yep, know, that log laying out in that. Yep, yep. Yep. You know exactly how the lay, the field laid out. Oh yeah. There was a dead tree and it, it rounded. Because the first deer I ever watched you shoot was out that on that ridge. It was that yep. spike. Yep. And there's that dead tree there. And that one tom came running by a full sprint. I mean, wide open. Two of them. Yeah. That that one came running through. The second tom came running through. And then that third <laughs> that third tom looked like a. Damn Twinkie with two legs. He could not keep up with him. And I remember I remember when he ran around that corner, one shoot that one. And I remember I shot that bird and he didn't flop at all. He just hit the ground. And that the first Tom jumped up and flew right over us. Yep. I don't know where I think the second one kind of took off and went down that down the road. I think he he did. He went down to the left. Yeah. did he go to the left or kind of to the right? Because remember that road went to the right of us and that's the the same spot I Took the muzzleloader out. That eight point came up behind us. Remember, and I 
grazed his back. Yep. And then a week later, opening or two weeks later, opening day rifle, you shot him following a doe. Yep. Not, not far had, from he, there. He had a gray spot across his back. Yep. And I remember I shot that Tom. God, and I remember it. Walked up to that thing, and you were like, dude, this thing, he had some freaking hooks. And I was so excited. I grabbed that bird, and I remember I threw him over my back, and he <laughs> slipped. And that some bitch went down my back with them spurs. <laughs> and I about crapped my – that was the first place I shot my first deer, too. Remember that? Number two? A, yeah, it was a spike. He, remember? He came off the ridge, and he stopped right there. And I, I shot him right there, the, the muzzleloader. Yeah. I yeah. shot my first deer, and he ran 50 yards and died right there. That's my very first. I actually have a picture of him on my phone still. Right along the road. Yep. Yep. And I remember I picked that turkey up, and he went right down my back. Dude, I've never felt so much pain in my life. But it was like, at that point, I don't think you realize, like, that's turkey hunting. Like, now, like, I do that shit on purpose. Just to be like, I love turkey season. I just ate up with it. Now, that, that's the biggest one. I should have got that one mounted because he was a freaking hoss. That turkey was a hoss. So how old are you now? 28, 29 this year. What are you doing? You trying to find it? Oh, no, shit, I, I got another one. I was averaging birds out you've harvested. But. Oh, remember whenever we went down to my farm off the mountain? And I yeah. took you. Yeah. How many times did I take you that year? Man, oh, do we have to go here? Oh, we're, we're going there. I don't have to. I can sit here and look stupid. We're going there. I don't even remember the first one. Um, what was the first one? The first one we was set up in the big field, correct? And we went to Party City. So the the guys that are listening that know exactly where Party City is, y'all know how Party City is. <laughs> it's, it's a wild place. Some guy shot a was it three hundred pound pig there one year. Me and Lauren was going pow 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 pow, and me and Lauren was like, oh something is not right. We took off running. And those guys were over there high fiving. They were like, shot the biggest damn pig of our life. <laughs> I was like, it's opening morning of turkey season, bro. And we looked at it, and Lauren goes, my God, look at the teeth on that thing. And dude, it had three, four-inch cutters. They walked up on it like like the youngest boy stepped on it. I remember you saying that. And that pig jumped up and turned, and I, I guess dude, his dad stupid. pulled out a pistol. That, and just, that, that's so close. <laughs> and, dude, that's scary close. It was a 300, 350-pound pig. That could have been bad. The pig was, you know... Back legs hung up by a tractor bucket or whatever. Oh, I remember the picture. Eight foot tall, nine oh, foot yeah, tall. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was stupid. And he said that was the nastiest meat they ever ate in their life. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but the look on Lauren's face, and she was like, what the hell's happening? And I was like, I don't know, let's go. And we talk, took off running back through that field. And them guys are over there just a bunch of freaking rednecks high-fiving and stuff. And I was like, dude, what's what's up? We just killed the biggest damn baby of our life. And there's birds just still pow. Oh, hammer on ridges and I was like golly dude that place is that 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 whole hollow just just echoes dude, it was it just echoes it was well I mean you seen that too though that day because we went out there we put a hell of a stock on that bird I thought we, you were I thought you were going with my season where I missed more birds than in my entire life in yeah, that one season yeah we're starting with bird number one <laughs> we're starting with bird number one we walked that creek did we walk the creek no we we, we were all the way in the back we we uh, the first one I missed all the way in the back. Yeah, the back right. On the field. right, yeah. Yeah, cross that creek. Mm-hmm. 
worked, did all that stuff. And uh, he was what? I don't know, 40 yards. He was 40 yards. And I was like, I was like, can you see him? He was like, yeah, I see his toe fan. I was like, I can't see anything. If you got a shot, let one crack. Sat there. And I think you said he was, because I was right below you, you were up above the creek looking. You was ground level, wasn't you? Oh, yeah. How we were? Oh, yeah. Okay, see, now I was down below you looking up at your ass and your back. And I had obviously watching you. In my defense, there was a lot of thick stuff. It was. It's super thick right there. And you shot. Well, I come bolting up out of the creek expecting to see something flopping. I didn't see anything flopping. I think we stepped that off. It was like 48, 49 yards after that. We stepped that off. I think so. Yeah, that was. I think it was. That was your 12-gauge. Yeah. That was your 12-gauge. And I remember you got pissed and you threw that gun down. <laughs> Okay, now, you know, okay, now, okay, hold on, let's back up here now. Okay. <laughs> As an elder, <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. Oh, my God. That shouldn't have happened. That safety was not being thought about right there, and that was bad, yeah, bad, no, After bad. we sit there and preach about it. I know. Well, I did, did throw it. I was pissed. You I, did I, unload I, your gun. Yeah, it was because, unloaded, but because still. Because you was done, you unloaded it, and you threw it down because you was pissed. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, we worked for that bird. We seen that bird in that one field. He went down, crossed that little gap. We made a giant circle back around him, belly crawled. I mean, we did everything to get the, to get on that bird, within range of that bird. I'm still looking at you like he's going to drag me through the stories. I got, I got two more birds to go. What was the second bird? In the middle of the field. Wasn't the second bird in the middle of the field? And I was like, there's no way you're calling them birds across this field. There was like five, five toms across the field. That was and the I, next morning. Because we went out that Saturday evening. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way you're calling them across here. They're not, th- these yeah. birds have never run across this field. Yeah. I think that that evening, no, we, I don't think we hunted. We, we, I remember we came back because I, I walked back in the house and Lauren was like, so, did you guys do any good? I was like, ah, Dad missed a bird. She goes, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, th- <clears throat> I think I told her, I said, we're going to go back tomorrow morning and see what's up with it and see what we can do. And went back, went back to Party City because yeah. I was like, dude, they're going to cross right here again. Well, we looked across the big field and there was what, six toms and 20 hens, I think. Uh, it wasn't that many hens. No, there wasn't that many hens. Was no, there? there was good. There was a good six toms. Oh, yeah. And then all there was of a sudden, six or seven toms. Here you hit your call. Well, we, we worked back down that creek and got within, I mean, straight vertical of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were working off. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, well, let's watch this. So I did the, that fighting part, I'm not going to do it in the mic because it's going to blow the freaking speakers on. Thank you any, for my ears. Any yeah. system, yeah. Yeah. And did that fighting part and started slapping my hands on my body and stuff. And next thing I know, you were like, oh, shit, they're coming. Dude, it looked <laughs> like, like a track a, meet when the pistol sprint. went off and all of them just yeah, started dude, coming this was, way. That's the first time I, that I've ever done that in all the years of me turkey hunting. I've never done a fighting part like that and have called six toms immediately. They, they left their hands immediately. It ain't no shit. They were definitely running a hundred yard dash across that field or more. And you know, the, the, they, they, yeah. they're standing They're not going to last that long. No, they, their, their lungs are small and all that. Who can get to the other side first? And buddy, they were, racing. they were in our face and <laughs> you gave was, me so much crap. You slapped my damn hand with a stick. That it, was, day. <laughs> it was still so thick. <laughs> it was thick. It was green. And yeah. I remember sitting there and was watching these toms run across the, Run across the field. So dad's off to my left. 
So, Dad's off to my left. I'm, I'm going to paint y'all a picture here. Dad's to my left. In Five front feet. Of, in front of us, yeah. In front of us, there's the creek has washed it out. Yeah. It's washed out, so it's probably up to my chin. I'm 6'2". Big old tree. Yeah, a massive. I think massive that's tree a, right there. It's a white oak right there, yeah. And that's kind of in between us. But where we were at, we were still able to like kind of move our heads and look around and, you know, duck between some rocks and stuff like that. Except for one spot for me. I don't... Because yeah. at, one, at, at 11 o'clock for me, there was a gap. A big gap. Wide open mm-hmm. gap. So Seth's on me. He's like, shoot this bird. And I'm like, I'm trying to. He's coming. No, shoot this <laughs> bird. Dude, I was like... And I'm like... Shitting my pants at this point. So, <laughs> dude, now these birds are in our face. 15 feet, this bird's in front of us. Seth's like, shoot this bird. Oh. I'm like... I know the second bird. This is the, this is the, this is our third hunting setup. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'll, let's finish the third, and I'll go back to the second. I remember the second now. So uh, uh, he, he keeps telling me, "Shoot this bird," and I'm like, "I'm trying to." He's coming in, and he's going to step in this opening. No, shoot this bird. He just kept telling me, and I was like, yeah. I was "I've like, got to shoot this bird now because he's right here in my face in this opening." So now, where did he come from? Because I never seen him go through the opening. I don't know. Dude, I wonder if he I wonder if he came off that ridge top and he was sneakily working it, up. It looked like a search like a track meet of uh, 10 birds or 6 birds or 8 birds, whatever. We had nothing but long beards around us, literally nothing but long beards. <clears throat> so I squeezed the trigger. Okay, bird number 3 is missed. So I turn around and look at Seth and he's holding about a 2 foot 5 8 piece of a limb that he was hanging onto and he said, "Hold your hand out." Dude. And I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He said, "Hold your hand out." I was like, "No." I stuck my hand out. He smacked. I don't even know what damn bird he was like, dude, you was trigger happy. And I was like, dude, that was fun. He's like, don't ever do that again. He said, this bird was 15 feet. I could have spit on him. Yeah, because as soon as you shot, I looked over and I seen the bird that you missed. And I was like, what the hell? There's a bird 15 feet in front of us. Never saw that bird. And you didn't even see him. Never saw that bird. Dad was like, well, man, he was acting panicky. I had to shoot him. And I was like. Not the bird I was watching. He was still running into us. He was, he was right here. I mean, he had an 11-inch beard. And again, Seth's on the right side of the tree. We're behind the tree, but he's to my right, and then we got this big oak and, and that thick. And then yeah. I'm looking at a at 11 o'clock. I'm looking at an opening. Here, and one bird had already blown through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He went to the creek, and he already blown yeah, through it. Yeah, one bird already went through. And, and again, it was too far out. Misjudged the distance happens when the older you get, but. Second bird, where was that one? The second bird, the second bird you didn't miss. You missed, remember that morning, you missed that bird, the first one. Yeah. We was on the way back out, and I was like, oh, shit, don't move. Remember that little green shooting house? Right where we found the yeah. morels. Yep. I was like, there's a bird right here. And we, we belly crawled and walked, ran the creek. Yep. Got up there, and he was walking the gravel road. Yep. And I remember I just poked up, and I went, pow and shot that bird and you were like what in the world and I was like dude they're everywhere down here and I remember I found that bird and we found those morels that day yep so that was it you missed the first I killed the second the next day went back and the third bird that we got on yeah yeah but that dude that third hunt I, I tell people that all the time I'm like so whenever you're in a situation like that, always pay attention to your surroundings because I had no idea you were shooting at the far left. Okay, so we're looking at 12 o'clock. I had no idea you were shooting a bird at 10 o'clock when I'm watching a bird at 12 o'clock, 15 feet in front of us, 15 yards in front of us. And, and we, we weren't really looking at each other either. 
And you, no, we wasn't. No, because usually you and I have good communications. We're always yeah. doing hand signals or something, you know, yeah. I or here or one. Well, there was so much shit going on. Palms to my left, to my right, like two or three o'clock that were strutting, about to hit the road. I had one tom still 50 yards out, and then I had the one tom 15 yards, 50 yards and 15 yards, and you had that tom, 48, you said, or something like that. I mean, he was he was out there. Hey, job. yeah, he again, he, he was farther out than I thought. Yeah. So I got so what excited. Did you, what did you do that summer to improve your turkey hunting? <laughs> went and bought an SB, SBE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> went, went and bought that good old Benelli. I did. And shooting the same setup that me and I think Brent. Brent shoots the same. Like me and him have the same exact setup. You, and it's an absolute killer. You get the SB2. I got the SB2. Yours is left-handed. His is right-handed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but now you got the SB three. Three couldn't find one at two. The time was going on. This was last year, two yeah, two years ago. Yeah, I kept Remember. looking, kept looking. You took a goose hunting too, didn't you? I did. Worked out great. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't that. knock as many feathers and birds on the ground as you did, but I worked great. I, I love that machine. Dude, I'm, a lot of people don't like the Benellis, and of course they got the Benelli Jam, the Benelli Click. You got to watch out for that freaking action. Them things are so sensitive. You got to make sure you're. Sounds like a sandwich. What? Benelli jam. The Benelli jam. Yeah, banana jam sandwich or something. I don't know. You ought to make it a sandwich for losers. Wow. Oh. For us. There you go. But you haven't had you haven't had a taste of it yet. I've I've clicked on a few belly crawling and stuff like that. Your action just hits a rock, perfect, and it. I don't. People that shoot Benelli's know exactly what I'm talking about because you just it barely, just barely move it and clicks it resets it. Yep. the shit. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's the downside of shooting a semi automatic because then all of a sudden you have to click the button, reach up, rack another one, and then you have to get on a bird. And that's kind of why I'm like in between a pump and a semi. You can't bump it forward again? No, you have to reset it, pull it back, and slam it in. Yeah. That's, and, that's, and I've thought about that turkey hunt too because. You know, when you go turkey hunting, you want to capitalize. You don't want to worry about belly crawling and going click. Dude, it's a lot of work. A lot of people don't realize that how. Ask your wife. And uh, yeah, she gets tired of. I think she's already fed up with turkey season. And that shit ain't even, ain't even started yet. That's what I was thinking. Started yet? Yeah, because Lauren. She got a good dose of it there a couple years ago, three years ago. 30, yes. Yeah. And that's what hooked her. She's obsessed with it. I yeah. think. She cannot wait to, to have the second kid. So next year, not to sound selfish or whatever, but I mean, you know, each person and the parents, whatever, you got to have your time away from your kids. You got to stay sane. And I've just now learned that too, because I mean, sometimes it's nice without, without AG, but I absolutely love, I mean, don't get me wrong, people, don't get me wrong, dad. I love having my kid around, but when the kid isn't here for a couple hours, I'm like, damn, it's awfully quiet. It's kind of peaceful around here. I get it. But then as soon as she's here, you're back to bliss. It's all good. Everything's yeah, just great. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think she's ready to get that second kid here on earth with us and like next year go turkey hunting. Cause I mean, she asked me all the time. She's like, God, I wish I could go turkey hunting this year. I was like, just let's have the healthy baby. Let's get the baby, you know, old enough and all that stuff. Cause by the time next turkey season, she's going to be a year old. I was like, we'll go turkey hunting. Promise you, we'll go out there and shoot one maybe, but we'll get out there. But she, Lauren, is absolutely ate up with it. That first Good. one that we went to, 
uh, on our buddies and set the decoy up, and that bird came blasting up out of the bottom. Shot him. I remember. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. She, 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 <coughs> she says she didn't kill the bird because I had to finish the bird, but she hit the bird enough that if we gave the bird enough time, the bird would have died. Yeah. But that's just like shooting you in the leg and being like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and let you bleed out until your time's done. I found the bird and shot the bird. Back to those ethics. Do what's best but, for that animal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she definitely shot the bird because yeah. you can see where, where, uh, where she shot the bird. You could see on the bird's neck where, like before I shot, I mean, the bird was sitting there. He was like going in and out. You could tell he was like, he was hit hard. And he was like on his last leg. But I was like, oh, I can't, can't do that. Got to finish the bird off. Just let it, yeah, yeah. Put him down. It's the best thing. But she's ate up with it. She absolutely loves it. And so does Ava Grace. Ava Grace just, we get home and watch YouTube. Deer hunting. Turkey hunting. She just uh, absolutely, she gobbles now. That poor kid ain't got a chance. Ain't got a chance. She's going to rooster call. <laughs> She's burnt. Squirrel squawk. She's <laughs> yeah, what, squirrel squawk. Whatever it is. She's going to She's gonna know it and do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you think of any other turkey stories that were just like highlights? I, man, I'm, there's been so many, though. I just can't, I can't pull one up. I mean, thanks for bringing up the. Missing the birds in that season. Yeah, you missed two. You remember that one year? How many I missed? I don't remember. Yes. Eight. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I missed eight that year because that was the first year with the Benelli. I had no idea where it was shooting. And then you were like, let's bite on this thing. And it was like a foot high and eight inches to the right. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because was... with you shooting on the trap team here in the local area and stuff, we always was focusing on pattern, pattern, pattern. pattern and you got to know your pattern. you got to know it. Gotta, you have to know your pattern. I didn't know my pattern. I missed eight birds that year. Remember that? Remember that one? I remember. We, we belly crawled. Yeah. And shot at him three times and flew across the river. Yep. That's that, exactly what I was thinking. Threw that Benelli down quicker than I stood up. I was over that. I mean, I it, it, it makes sense. Every every deer hunter goes out and sights her rifle, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably don't think about, hey, you got to do your, you know, check your pattern. I learned this through the trap team here. Yeah. Let's pattern all these guns. Wait, every gun, every gun you guys shot, you guys pattern it. We pattern yeah. it. A lot, a lot of people do not do that. Like, uh, me and Gary went out, was it last weekend? Weekend before. Yeah. I was like, let's go pattern your gun. And he was like, okay. Like, I think I think that was him. He's like, do you do that? I was like, yeah. I mean, you get, like, you got to know wh- what your limit is. You know, you don't want your limit to be 20 yards because if a bird's hung up at 35 yards, sorry, I'll shoot the bird for you because I know where my gun is. Dude, we pulled up his gun and shot. He cut a... Eight by twelve piece of paper in half at forty yards. Yeah, I like the thirty. I didn't like the forty. That's just me. I'm anal about my shotgun. The patterns. forty was still good. The f- it was okay. The forty something I would sling, I would shoot. But his, I mean, his gun patterned absolutely fantastic. And he was like, he turned around, and looked at me, he said, "Dude, you know, you know how much of a confidence boost that is." And I was like, "Yeah, because now you know what your, what your tool does. You know what your gun, your your, your weapon does." Yeah. He goes, dude, I'm... You can't say weapon no more, man. Well, for the snowflakes, you can't, but a weapon kills. Yeah, you just hurt somebody's feelings. I will kill a turkey. Not, you know. Harvest. Harvest. I'll kill them old sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he, I mean, he literally turned and he was like, dude, you know how much confidence that just gave me? And I was like, yes, now you know 
that if you can get a bird within 40 yards or 40 and within, you're safe. You can shoot that all day. You can literally shoot that. Now, you better beat you're shooting a golf ball at 25. Yeah. At 30 yards, you're shooting a golf ball. I was like, now you're shooting a rifle. So I was like, you aim your shotgun. I was like, it's no more just pointing it. Like, you have to actually line the beat up with the eyeball, gently squeeze into the trigger until it goes off. I was like, you're aiming it now. I was like, at 40 yards, you can point it. 50 yards, you can point it. He goes, oh, okay. I was like, that's – and I, I think that was Gary. Maybe it was Dimitri that I was talking about because Gary's very – dude, Gary's intelligent. Gary's a very, very smart man. He knows he yeah. knows his shit. He knows what's up. Then it was Dimitri. It was. <laughs> Sorry, Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah, I was going to say, Dimitri, if you're listening to this, <laughs> damn, boy. <laughs> uh, I well, then again, I don't know if it was Dimitri. I've shot shotguns with so many people the past couple of years. I don't even know. Everyone's just blending in together. I've seen so many patterns here lately. Yeah. And, and since I've done the Outdoor Wiser brand – I don't know. I've seen so many patterns, so many shotguns and stuff like that. But Gary, Gary knows his stuff. He knows his shit. He knows what's up. He knows what he's capable of. He knows his, he knows his capabilities as, as a human. He's got, you know, he's got that vest now. That vest was wicked. Are we supposed to tell everybody to like subscribe to your Outdoor Wiser brand, or is your yeah. fan base smart enough that they should just do that and know that? Well, the fan base is already subscribed. So like the people that ain't yeah, subscribed. That's true. Yeah, feel yeah. free to go and subscribe. We're going to be posting up some new videos uh, here soon. And we're just average Joes. We are not, again, we don't have sponsors. We don't have nothing. We don't want that. We don't want to make money. We just want to have fun. We just want to have fun. That's right. Shoot some stuff. Have a good time. And I think we do it. I feel like we do it every time we step out in the woods, uh, whether it's for an hour or two or, or what. Yeah. Especially turkey season, dude. Turkey season is just absolutely. I know. You're just now getting back into deer season. You've always been about, again, we ain't, we ain't got the money to go freaking hunt ducks. That's too much money. I know. And yeah, everyone's like, man, let's let's go shoot some ducks. And I was like, that's pretty expensive to shoot something that swims around in some water and eats some damn grain. Man, you can go to like, you can go tractor supply. I saw them this morning. You can go buy baby ducks and raise them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've been to flea market here lately. Well, There's all sorts of ducks. Roking sells them damn things in the little water bin yeah, now. we're not promoting shooting <laughs> shooting the ducks in tractor supply or at the flea yeah, market go, go purchase them and take them home yeah <laughs> but it, no yeah waterfowl is just waterfowl is freaking overrated granted with that being said we did go goose hunting this year yeah it's first time in a long time yeah because we've owned shells for years and finally put them to use <laughs> and we ended that hunt in 10 minutes <laughs> i need them straps too <laughs> oh yeah shit they're okay they're in the garage <laughs> yeah but yeah everything was wet so it's all hanging off the four wheelers and everything in the shop just oh, strudled yeah. everywhere yeah yeah okay well they're out there but uh yeah it was pretty fun yeah it was it's a pretty good time turkey hunting waterfowl was the that goose hunt was pretty good can't really get into duck hunting. I mean, it's just it's too much time spent, too much, especially around here. I'm not, not much of a one or two mallard kind of guy. Like, I need to shoot 50 or 60 a day to make my time worth it, to actually go and capitalize. That's pretty much over your limit. You know that, right? Well, as a one man, but, yeah, if you go with, like, eight, ten guys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, you bailed yourself out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, legally. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun. You've always been a turkey feather. You've always been it's turkeys, always, man. Yeah. It's just been turkeys, turkeys. And it's you're still getting turkeys. going back to what I was saying. You're, you're starting to get into the deer hunting. and it's And it is. It's weird, too, because, I mean, over the past few years, I mean, I've shot really good deer, but I've never really – couple deer have been like accident just go hunting and they just walk right by but now i'm actually starting to break it down and i'm actually you know putting actual yeah putting the the facts and the science back behind it and find finding bench systems and figuring out what these deer are working through transition points all that and i've i've seen deer i've found the sign i mean i'm I'm figuring out where these deer like over at the b52 I'm gonna. It's just a small acreage, but I gotta. I gotta time it just right. And here soon, you're gonna harvest your first deer. It was. No, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah. Here soon, yeah. <laughs> after after 18 years, you're gonna yeah. harvest your first deer. I mean, there's there. I, I know some guys that have gone years without shooting a freaking deer. Well, dude, you you as like, a kid in high school, you, everybody else was shooting deer, and you were like. You know, typical young kid and all that was why. Why can't I? Have, why? How come I'm not being? You know, and I'm like, well, be patient, put your time in, it'll all come together. And it has here in the last three years, four years, so or four yeah, years. Or I've something. learned, especially. I mean, my turkey season juveniles. I didn't really. Uh, I got to hunt my last juvenile year. I got and, to hunt my last juvenile deer year. And you got it. Fifteen years later, after you was a juvenile, you got it. You came to me one time, and said, I, yeah. I, "I got it, Dad. Yeah, I, I, understand. I, I, I know why you did what you did, because the smiles and the tears and the, it was great. and the camaraderie for them young kids. Yeah. You got it. It made you a better man. Yeah, it's makes you look at the big picture, and you're like, damn. Mm-hmm. I kind of got it made. To be honest with you, <laughs> it was. I'm pretty. I'm pretty fortunate from where I'm, where I'm standing now, and to be in the position I'm in hunting wise, and yeah, it's dude, just, we grew up poor. It's great. I grew up poor. I'm not saying it's great that you grew up poor. Sorry, misinterpreted that one. No, no, no. I understood completely what you it said. Was, it's great to be. It's great to be fortunate. Yeah, you were on blessed. one path about saying it's great to be fortunate yes. where you're at, and I was leaning towards yeah. the other ways. That yeah, you was leading down the really sad, sappy path, and I was leading down the path of unfortunate and call blessed. it whatever the hell you want. I wasn't going sappy. <laughs> No man, I think I think I think growing up poor and, and, and understanding your roots and, and making it with what you yeah. don't have, you're more appreciative when you get to the point to where you said it's great. Because yeah, that's that's where you're at. And that's just like talking about like we talked about the other day about turkey vests. I'm, yeah. wearing, I'm wearing your very first turkey vest. Yes, you are still mm-hmm. after since I was what, ten years old? And when I was ten, it was huge. And now if it's absolutely perfect at 28 years old and it's got a whole lot more birds underneath it. At 198 pounds. I think that was about 188 pound vest. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to wear it until the day I die. Cause I ain't getting rid of it. <laughs> That's like I said, that, I'm telling you. that thing has seen more turkeys, has seen more Oak trees, seen more ground than a whole 98% of the it, people that I know. 20 years <laughs> old, probably, or somewhere around there. It is such a simple vest. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. It cuts into your shoulders like we talked a little bit when you're carrying a bird right here. Yeah. You know? I expect to feel pain. Yeah, you should. trophy out. Yeah. Yeah, after something I've worked in turkey season, you just don't get out. I mean, no. there has been birds that you just, you go out and you bang, you shoot one within 10 minutes of your hunt, but 
those days that you, you work your ass off and you work, whether it's all day or even if it's an hour, but you have belly crawled for an hour and that hour is through a creek in a field, yeah. whatever. This is Region 2 and Region 3 of Tennessee. This is not Dorothy in Kansas walking across the field. No, no, this is... No. No, yeah. no when you when you get up the top and you get down to the bottom, yeah, you're you're done. Yeah, you're ready to call quits already. Yeah, and we're not we're nothing like Rocky Mountain, you know, climbing, but no, you still feel it. Us Easterns feel like we do climb the Rockies at times. Hey, I just came back from Florida. What the hell does that mean? I wasn't hunting, but Osceola's. Oh, yeah. I, did you I see? Know, I, I got sidetracked. So is it Aunt Jenny? Aunt Jenny's, uh, Aunt Jody, Aunt Jody, Jody, cousin Jenny, yeah, her son, yeah, shot his very first Osceola last weekend. I didn't even know that. Eight, I think he was, I think he's eight, <coughs> eight years old. No shit. Yeah, shot his first Osceola. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I've shot, I've shot maybe two or three Easterns in my life. I've never even shot an Osceola. <laughs> That's Y'all got some lie. land down there? <laughs> Y'all got some two, land down there in the Osceola country? <laughs> two, two or three dozen plus maybe a couple three, more. No, no, <laughs> just two or three, four, maybe five Easterns. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually did. Remember, we went down to uh, Papa's I thought, Lease. I thought you meant like right now in your life. Yeah, you have only shot five turkeys. Uh, down in Georgia. <laughs> down in Georgia. Oh. Uh, it was in Highbridge, remember? Hey, you, hey. You, you doubled up on them. He's about seven takes. feet away from me. I can't reach across the table and slap the crap out of him because he's messing with me. Uh, remember that year down in Georgia? Yeah, no, you kept like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, you was going to kill the whole flock. We had them birds gobbling, and they sounded just like taunts. <laughs> they came running up that road, and you was like, all right, I see him. And I was like, let him have it. <laughs> you shot that one. And at that time, you could shoot, I think, three a day. In I don't Georgia, remember. It was something like that. I don't remember. Just stacked them like cordwood. Yeah. And then that lone Tom was down there gobbling. Dude, at the end of that running. road. I took off running down that road. I was that. like, what's that black dot? <laughs> so that's like, damn, dude, that thing's strutting. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's, that's a freaking strutter down there. And I had the strutting decoy in my right hand and my shotgun in my left hand. And yep. I got within 40 yards of him and shot him with one arm. Yep. And I looked back at you, and I threw everything down. And I remember, I, I remember, I walked back up, and you're like, "Dude, my first reaction, you was like, man, I thought it, I thought you missed him, and then you took off running in the bushes, and then you came back out with a bird. You went around the corner. <laughs> you went around the corner. You just took. Off. Oh man, that hold, was, that was holding a wild a, place. holding a decoy in front of you. Yeah. Now that for was, for all, for, all, for everybody, I mean, people know. Especially new kids and, and stuff. People come out. It's, it's not a. You got to know where you're at hunting if you're carrying a decoy in front of you. Oh, uh, reaping. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Whenever you reap them. Yeah, dude. That's. Yeah, you. you I almost shot Aaron one day doing that. That's not good. It's. You got you, you got to know your 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 surroundings. Poor the only Aaron. reason I almost shot Aaron was. He was. I was I was on. Uh, what's the one field? You leave. You where, leave. You where, leave Jay's house. Where are we at? The lease we was on. Leave Jay's house. You go through the first field, open the gate, and there's that sharp right, and that leads you into the canine. Oh. It's the first gate. Second gate you come to. 
Yeah. Well, Aaron was right there on that. Okay, so you're facing Jay's house. Yeah. Aaron was to my left up on that little grassy knoll. Yeah. With the shrunt decoy laying behind it. So he's looking below the decoy, looking at all these turkeys, these 50 turkeys out in the field. Well, I'm down below on that cattle fence right there, that barbed wire. Yep. And I was, Aaron was at, Aaron was at uh, 11 o'clock. I was facing 1 o'clock. And I looked at Aaron. I looked at Aaron and I gave Aaron the, you know, two fingers to the eyeballs. Like, hey, look forward. They're coming. Well, next thing I know it, that, that Tom was already through that barbed wire fence and was about a foot in front of Aaron. And that bird swelled up and poofed his chest out. Didn't go in a strut, but, you know, he's getting ready to attack him. Feathers came out, and he was getting ready to attack him. Well, that bird jumped back another four foot. So now Aaron's at 11 o'clock. The bird's at 12 o'clock. I just swung over and shot. Aaron was like, dude, I could feel, like, the wind off of your shot. Dude, that's, that's, like, <laughs> okay, we're not we're not promoting that again, people. For no, no, for all the new no, kids. That's... No, yeah, we're not promoting that at all. But I knew where Aaron was. I knew right. what my pattern was at twenty yards. I knew I was shooting a, a baseball at twenty yards. Yeah. And I knew once that bird jumped back. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to shoot a bird on top of the decoy when Aaron's head is below the decoy. The bird jumped back seven, eight feet, and I moved my gun three inches, and that was it. Right. But Aaron was like, dude, I could feel like. And it's seriously volleyball so, pattern what is at it? 20 yards. Percussion? Is it the per- repercussion? I don't know. He said he could feel it. Just percussion. Go, yeah. By him and hit the ground off to his left. He's like, dude, that was wild. And he said, I thought I was going to get mauled because he said, I could see that, Tom. And he said, back behind him, ground level, he said, I seen three or four more white heads pop up. And he's like, I thought I was a goner. He said, I'd have what? What is that? Eight spurs. 10 spurs on him. He's like, I, I thought I was getting ready to get mauled. And I was like, well, I saved you. I was like, you owe me one now. <laughs> a, a wild turkey. You owe me a reach around. Uh, oh, God. It's a uh, turkey hunting is always a blast. It's, it's literally never a dull moment. And it's, it's one of those, it's one of those uh, sports, hobbies, whatever you want to call it. You passion. Get out, yeah, a passion, an it obsession, is, like Mossy Oak yeah, said. Yeah. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. And, Turkey hunting, you get out and you can, I mean, me and you walking down the logging road, we can have a full-blown conversation and a bird gobbles 300 yards away and we're in full kill mode. But before that, we're shooting the shit walking down the logging road, throwing freaking acorns and twigs off, off the road and stuff, just shooting the bull. Yeah. And that's, that's what's so fun about it. I mean, like, I feel like when I go deer hunting, when I go deer hunting, deer hunting is such a different mentality once I step into the woods. It's don't break a twig. Don't move. Be quiet. Once you get up in your tree. Wind. Yeah. Sit. Scent. Yeah. Shower. Absolutely. Just everything is like to the T. To the T. Deer hunting. But when it comes to turkey hunting, I'm a freaking jokester. I'm I'm always playing jokes. I'm always doing stuff in the woods because it's, it's that time of year. It's springtime. Everything's coming to life. You're jumping around. You're having a good time. You hear birds gobbling, owls hooting. It's just you just feel rejuvenated because everything's getting warm out. Well, hell, after the winter, you know, you're like, damn, it's time to get out. It's time to stretch my legs. Yeah, after it's sitting in the, in the deer stand all winter. Look for some mushrooms. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I believe that's it for tonight. I believe that's a wrap. We've talked about uh, the WMA hunt, upcoming turkey season, why they moved the turkey seasons back. Turkey stories, good turkey stories. Uh, 
I'm sure me and Dad's gonna have to do another podcast about like the absolute greatest turkey hunts that we've ever had. Um, there's a bunch. Oh yeah. There is. You a can't even. You can't even begin to cover. Of yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. There, there's a bunch of them. And uh, even a little bit of this upcoming season, I don't even know if I'll get to hunt this year because I got my second kid coming. So honestly, I haven't even thought about Tennessee turkey season. You'll squeeze one in. You got some local spots. I may get I may get one or two hunts in, which is totally fine. If not, I'm totally fine with it too. I'm having my second daughter, so I'm like, turkey season can kind of wait. Just want a healthy baby here. We'll go somewhere. <clears throat> you will. It'll all work out. Get good, at them. Get at them next year. You'll have a good blend of it all. You're still going to get out. You can't tell these people you're not going to go turkey hunting. Yeah, I'm still going to go turkey hunting. Yeah. I may be calling a buddy and be like, hey, you care if I sleep at your house tonight? <laughs> My wife done kicked me out. But, yep, that's it. Appreciate you having me here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always so, good seeing you. We need to do the. We need to do another one. Get some more turkey stories in here before turkey season actually fires up and stuff like that to, to get these people rejuvenated. Get some old photos off of our phones and stuff like that and SD cards and everything. Pattern them guns. Yeah. Know your limits. Pattern your guns. Post them. Tag us at the Outdoor Wiser brand. Let's see y'all's patterns. Uh, if you guys shoot any turkeys this year, whether it's in the state of Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Kansas, Michigan, Tyler's actually going to Montana April 19th. So I told him, I was like, take some video, take some, take some photos. Let's see what Montana looks like and see if you all, y'all can, uh, you and your buddy can shoot some birds out there. So tag us on Instagram and Facebook at the Outdoor Wiser Brand. Feel free to go to YouTube, subscribe and watch our videos. We're going to be posting some more videos here soon about some uh, late season scouting, early season turkey scouting. Uh, some shed hunting. Gonna try to do some morel hunting. Uh, I may head down to Alabama this weekend, which will be March 19th, March 19th, my wife's birthday. Go down to Alabama, look for some morels, do some little bit of little bit of scouting. So might turn might turn out pretty good. Any last words? Thank you very much. Heard that. Y'all have a great night, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Outdoor Wiser Brand. Don't forget to go to Deer30Mineral.com. Use the code OWB22 at checkout to save you 20% on all of your food plot and mineral lick needs. 